0: Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 51, and this is God's Big Story.
1: Season (laughs) 2! It's a story. It's big! Never boring. No way! For his glory. Always! It's God's Big Story. God's Big Story!
0: So welcome back boys and girls, we are back and we are ready to get stuck into week 11 of season 2.
1: everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the friendly, curious cow?
0: So, Marvin, how are you mooing this afternoon?
1: Oh, I'm fine, Dave. You know, except I got locked in the bathroom stall. So, yeah, that was kind of embarrassing. Oh, what happened, Marv? I mean, what were you doing? Well, Dave, I was doing a number two. Although, I'm not sure how that's particularly relevant. Uh, No, I mean, how did you get locked in? Oh, I see. Yeah, well, Dave, you know that little slidey bar thing on the door? Yeah, well, it got stuck, and I couldn't get it open. Oh, I see. So, well, how did you get out? Well, I tried to give it a good hoof, Dave, but then I started to worry that I might kick a hole in the door. So, yeah, then I had to wait for someone to come in, and that was like 25 minutes. And then they went and got the mutinance guy, and he jimmooed it open.
0: Okay, he jim it open?
1: Oh, yeah, sorry, Dave, that's a cow phrase, yeah. It means to kind of lever something open, yeah. You see, a hundred years ago, there was a famous cow burglar called Jim the Moo. Yeah, he was an expert at opening locked windows with a crowbar, so, yeah, when you open something that way, you say, ah, I jim it open.
0: Okay, well, yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense.
1: Yeah, of course it does, Dave.
0: Okay, well, Marvin, it is Monday. Are you ready?
1: Oh, you know I am, Dave. <laughs> it's Monday, it's Monday, it's Bible Racing Funday. Where's that verse? What's that word? Find it fast and beat the herd. It's Monday, it's Monday, it's Bible Racing Funday. <laughs>
0: okay, so, boys and girls, the second person to be champion for two weeks in a row with a time of 22.87 seconds, Ethan Stoltfus, take a bow. The question is... Will Ethan be able to be the first person ever to win three weeks in a row? Can it be done? And, well, will his time stay on the board? Or, like Charlotte, our other double champion, will his times be knocked off the leaderboard in the weeks to come? Oh, it's so exciting, Dave. It is. Although, apologies, our website is not quite up to date just at the moment with the last couple of weeks' times. But we'll try and get that sorted soon. So, Marvin, what are we searching for this week?
1: Okay, Dave, so I've discovered when we talk about the shortest verses in the Bible, it's kind of hard to say which is the very shortest, because the shortest in one version or one language, well, it might not be the shortest in another version or another language. But today, we're going to find another of the very shortest verses in the whole Bible. It's in the Old Testament, and it's Job chapter 3, verse 2. Uh, okay, well,
0: boys and girls, grab your Bibles. I've got mine here. Marvin, have you got your stopwatch ready?
1: No, I sure do, Dave. Here we go. Job chapter 3, verse 2. Find it in 3, 2, 1, go.
0: Okay, oh, and Sam's just before that. Oh, Psalm 51. There we go. Job chapter 3, verse 2. Where is it? And, okay, Marv, so how'd I do?
1: Well, Dave, you found it in 11... Point eight seconds. Yeah, not too bad. Okay, so boys and girls, did you beat me? Or maybe the
0: big question is, did you beat Ethan? So send in your times via Facebook or the website, that's woodendonkey.org or email us at youth at edengrove.org and let us know. Yeah, do it boys and girls. Okay, Marv, so time for us to get back to Isaiah. So last week we read about the people's sin, but we also heard about the hope for a new Jerusalem. And then we finished the week with Isaiah's amazing vision of God's throne room and that, like the stump of a tree, after God cut down the kingdom of Judah, there would be new branches that would grow.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, remember, Dave, you know, with the seraphs and the hot coals on his lips and all that stuff.
0: Yep, that's right, Marvin. Now, so far the chapters that we've covered in Isaiah, that's the first six, well, they've all been these messages and visions from God. But today in chapter 7, we kind of switch to the story of what was happening in Jerusalem and to the nation of Judah.
1: Oh, okay. So, well, what is happening?
0: Well, back then, a guy called Ahaz is the king of Judah. But I'm afraid he's in trouble because two kings of other nations are coming to attack him.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, well, what are we listening for, Dave?
0: Well, God sends Isaiah to King Ahaz with a message about these two other kings. And he says they are two somethings. So, what does he say they are?
1: Okay, okay, so these two
2: kings are two somethings. Got it. Oh, well, let's hear it, Valerie. Isaiah 7, verses 1 to 9. Ahaz was the king of Judah. Rezin was the king of Aram. And Pekah was the king of Israel. Rezin and Pekah marched up to fight against Jerusalem but they couldn't overpower it. Ahaz was the son of Jotham and the grandson of Uzziah. Pekah was the son of Remaliah. The royal family of Ahaz was told the army of Aram has joined forces with Ephraim's army so the hearts of Ahaz and his people trembled with fear. They shook just as trees in the forest shake when the wind blows through them. The Lord said to Isaiah, Go out and see Ahaz. Take your son Sherjah with you. Meet Ahaz at the end of the channel that brings water from the upper pool. It is on the road to the washerman's field. Tell Ahaz, be careful, stay calm, do not be afraid. Do not lose hope because of the great anger of Rezin, Aram and the son of Remaliah. After all, They are nothing but two pieces of smoking firewood. Aram, Ephraim and Remaliah's son have planned to destroy you. They said, let's march into Judah and attack it. Let's tear everything down. Then we can share the land among ourselves and we can make Tabeel's son king over it. But I am the Lord and King. I say, that will not happen. It will not take place. The capital of Aram is Damascus. And the ruler of Damascus is only resin, But do not worry about the people of Ephraim. They will be too crushed to be considered a people. That will happen before 65 years are over. The capital of Ephraim is Samaria. And the ruler of Samaria is only Remaliah's son. If you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all.
0: Thanks, Valerie. Okay, Marvin, so what did God say those two kings were?
2: Ah, he
1: said there were two pieces of smoking firewood, Dave. But... Well, what does that mean?
0: Well, Marvin, they were kings of two kingdoms that would soon be destroyed themselves, kind of like firewood that was smoking and was about to be burned
1: up. Oh, I see.
0: Yep, so these two kings are coming with their armies, thinking they could just waltz in and take Judah for themselves. And it seems like Judah's people thought so too, because they were all shaking with fear. But... God just says, nope, it's not going to happen. And that's it. You don't need to be afraid.
1: Okay, yeah, simple as that, huh?
0: Yeah, it really was, Marvin. On Friday, we talked about how awesome Isaiah's vision was, how just a glimpse of God's holiness and power left Isaiah completely terrified. But here we see that in kind of a different way. Even if you have armies, even if you had all the armies in the whole world gathered to fight against him, to God that is as nothing just a word from him, just a nope. And there is not one thing that the greatest armies with the greatest weapons of the world could do to say anything different. It's not even a fight. Oh yeah, wow. And boys and girls, isn't it good to know that that's our God? That nothing, not the devil, not the kings or the armies of this world, not the fanciest weapons, not even death can do anything to stop him. They can't even slow him down, not one tiny bit. That's our God, the God who knows and loves us and who is leading us. So today, let's praise God that he is unstoppable.
1: No, well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure glad I get to be on his side, Dave.
0: Yep, definitely, Marvin. We sure wouldn't want to be against him.
1: Oh, yeah, no way.
0: So, boys and girls, well, that's where we're going to leave it for this Monday. Have a great mafterning and we'll see you tomorrow for another Moos Day Tuesday.
1: Okay, yeah. Well, bye, everyone. We'll See you tomorrow.
0: Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.